In today's episode, I speak with HHS Director Joe Remetera regarding a call for SRPMIC artists. Also, newsperson Chris Picciuolo interviews community artist Jeff Fullwilder. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to OAN Connects. Thank you for joining us today. In these Connects episodes, we like to share interviews and stories on SRPMIC members. My name is Jessica Joaquin at sales slash newsperson for the Awesome Action News. Today, I am joined by newsperson Chris Picciuolo. How are you today, Chris? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. It's a beautiful day today. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You know, I thought it was going to get hot for a second because it was like 90 degrees, it felt like the other day, but today is a beautiful day. Definitely. Definitely. So, Chris, you want to tell everybody what we got to do recently as uh, OAN staff? Yes, it was very exciting. We uh, got a chance to um, take a little journey around uh, the Red Mountain area. And um, it was really exciting to get together and uh, and just kind of see all the, all the the plants and, and the animals and and how Red Mountain looked from all different sides. Um, it was really nice, and we were kind of just uh, hung out for a bit, took photos, and took the drone out there, took some video, and uh, it was a good experience um, as a non-community member, especially just to kind of uh, sit back and see the beauty and you know respect it and leave it how I left it. So it was it was a really good time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree because I, I too am a non-community member and I just felt so honored to be back there, you know, because we had to get escorted back because it it's not open to the public right now. And there are parts of it that were not open to, um, are, are not open to the public at all. They're just for community members. So that was really, you know, we, that's a great privilege we have with working for OAN. It can kind of open those doors. And for us to, you know, us non-community members to go back there and really see something from a different perspective, like you said, but just to sit there and honor everything that is around it, it was, um, it was very therapeutic for me. Like, you know, we've been confined for almost a year pretty much a year, you know, like we don't get to go out, we don't get to do much. So it was, it was definitely good medicine that I personally needed. So it was very, very nice. I wish we could have stayed out there all day, but you know, we got, we got deadlines and things like that. What was your favorite part? Um, I think my favorite part was like going down by the water. I know we didn't get that much time to go down there. You'd, I mean, seeing Red Mountain and doing all that was beautiful, but um, kind of going down by the water, just seeing, you know, the things that are living there and the and the greenery and things like that. It was, I just loved it. It was very peaceful. I could have sat there all day just watching the water. Hey, and you know what? If it would have gotten, <laughs> if it would have gotten warmer, uh, I would have jumped in there. But yeah, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it was really nice to see how Red Mountain kind of changed colors on different sides during the, uh, during the morning, you know, was, you know, we, we saw it from, you know, the different directions. Um, and I believe we were south at one point and then, uh, and then also east. And to the east, it had a really neat color, like uh, some green kind of coming in there. And, and yeah, I mean, for me too, being at the Verde River was really nice and, and kind of peaceful and calming. And we all just kind of took it in and climbed up and went to a really nice spot and just kind of saw the waters was coming in and it was just really clear. Mm -hmm. No, the, the trees were beautiful. Everything was beautiful. There's some shells everywhere, um, you know, shells mm -hmm. that were intact too. Also, you know, like full shells. So it was just kind of neat to see that. It was kind of like a little, it's almost like the community has little, little paradise there that, uh, that we should all, you know, be respectful of and just kind of uh, view it for what it is and, and take it in and, 
and you know the community definitely has uh, you know some beautiful spots that are out there so yeah I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it yeah yeah I think like the loudest part of the trip was like our cameras anytime we took a photo that little click was probably the loudest because I think everybody was just really enjoying the the solitude of it yeah you're right it was it was kind of like you know you, you heard that click and then all all else you heard was just you know like the the birds you know in the sky or something like that or you know it, you know especially when we were taking photos of, of the mountain by itself you know, it was just so quiet um and just kind of peaceful, tranquil. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think a lot of us could use that right now, uh, because we're so cooped up in our homes and a lot of anxiety related to the pandemic and, and everything that's changed. Um, you know, I think, um, having the chance to go out and just take a walk somewhere and get some fresh air, um, is definitely something mm -hmm. that, uh, we all deserve at this point. So I, I'm glad that we got together as a team. It was really fun. Totally. And I think like, I think, you know, we don't have to go out to Red Mountain in order to feel one with the land and get something good out of nature. Like we could just go walk around our neighborhood. Yeah. If, if you can't go anywhere, you know, open the window, you know, walk outside for a minute, just just something just to get some air. And and if you can, you know, if, if you're not able to go out and find, you know, a ride or whatever, just go for a little bit of a walk. And if you can find a ride, just go to a nice peaceful spot because it's worth it right now, especially right now, you know. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into this podcast, Chris. Now, so Health and Human Services recently advertised across SRPMIC platforms a call for enrolled SRPMIC artists. This call for artists is specifically for SRPMIC's HHS division, and the artwork will be exhibited within the River People Health Center. The RPHC, of course, is a brand new 200,000 square foot state-of-the-art outpatient healthcare facility being built in SRPMIC on the corner of East McDowell Road and the Beeline Highway. The target date to open to the public is January of 2022. So what kind of artwork are they looking for? Here is HHS Director Joseph Rimatera. Hi, Jessica. Uh, this is Joe Rimatera here. Uh, thanks for, for having uh, So we are seeking art pieces from SRPMIC enrolled member artists to be exhibited at our New River People's Health Center. We would like any type of art to be submitted, which would include paintings, photography, mixed media, sculptures, pottery, beadwork, basketry, gourds, and leatherwork. That sounds great. Um, where, where will the art go? We have identified over 35 spaces within the center for art activation, and we're actively looking to connect with SRPMIC enrolled member artists to help fill those spaces. Now, the spaces range from display cases and large indoor walls and waiting rooms to outdoor entry walls and desert landscaped gardens. That sounds wonderful. Okay, there's, so there's plenty of room there. That's really, really great. Now, your flyer says that there will be some sort of informational meeting this month. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So due to the current health climate, all meetings are currently scheduled to be held online. But if you're not able to attend one of our meetings, don't worry, as you can always find up-to-date information on the, on the project on our website. Now, in late March, we will begin hosting informational artist meetings where we will share timelines for the project. And that's going to include information on on-site installation, measurements for spaces, and locations of some of our spaces. So you can start to envision your pieces in the space and will be inspired by the space itself and 
information on the submission process. Is there a committee that's going to in place that's going to pick the art? And uh, and what is the deadline? What kind of deadline are you looking for for, for these submissions? Uh, yes, uh, we do have an art committee uh, that will help select uh, the pieces. And art submission drop-offs and proposal reviews will be scheduled for later this summer. Excellent, excellent. And why is it important to showcase community art and artwork in this new facility? In the coming months, we will be seeking SRPMIC enrolled artists to tell our story and submit art of all kinds to be part of our new state-of-the-art Salt River People Health Center. I hope that community members consider a piece or several pieces for consideration. We believe that this will be a great place for us as a community to share our hospitality and tell our story. And what a better way than to do it through art. Yes. Thank you so much for your time, Joe. In closing, can you let those listening know where they can get involved? Certainly. Just simply email us. And let me spell that out for you. It's call-for-artists at srpmic-nsn.gov. Or you can also phone us at 480-362-6636. And lastly, you can also visit our website at srpmic-nsn.gov and seek out the Health and Human Services page. And there there you will find more information under Call to Artists. Thank you, Joe. Um, If you're a community artist, this sounds like a really great opportunity to showcase your art. So be sure you get in contact and attend those meetings. All right, Chris, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I have a really neat story to share. Um, Community member and artist Jeffrey Fullwilder helped Utah muralist uh, connect with the community uh, at Cafe Rio that was just built. So uh, here we go. On February 24th, Cafe Rio Mexican Grill, which specializes in fresh Mexican food, opened a new location on tribal land in the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community at 8930 North 90th Street. Cafe Rio recently revealed a 3.0 version of the restaurant with new postcard style murals by Salt Lake City, Utah muralist and acrylic painter, Josh Sherman. The design concept is a throwback to early promotional postcards on which an artist would include features from a city and surrounding areas, such as landmarks, specific events in history, or some of the area's natural beauty. When the mural was first designed for the Scottsdale Cafe Rio location, it was representative only of Scottsdale. However, since the restaurant was on tribal land, Cafe Rio decided that the artwork should feature themes relating to SRPMIC and the surrounding landscape. SRPMIC artist Jeffrey Fullwilder, who is known for his artwork throughout the community, was tasked to help bring to the mural important imagery that represents the community as a whole. Fullwilder gave Sherman the history of the tribe and wanted him to incorporate landmarks, plants, and animals that are significant to the community. The mural was redesigned and Sherman got to work with Fullwilder at his side. Sherman had this to say, Working with Jeff was really good, one, for knowledge base, um, for me, and also to learn the history, which I was unfamiliar with. Um, And I think it's important for Cafe Rio to have reached out and made this decision um, on their own accord, because I think it's um, very important to honor the tribes and honor the land and um, to give back to the community um, and acknowledging um, where the location is. As for Fullwilder, he is humble about the works of art he creates and doesn't want the attention on him, but rather on how the community is represented through his artistic contributions. He had this to say. Well, I really 
didn't do much, you know. I just uh, kind of led Josh in the direction that he didn't know, you know. I mean, he had an idea, but it was kind of pulling Scott Steele into it and, you know, kind of different things like that, you know. And I said, oh, well, you want to, you, you told me you want to reflect the community or this area of the native people. And so it was really easy working with him because I just, um, yeah, questions, and I kind of just give them a little history that I know, you know, of, of our um, travels and things like that. And then went into the area here, the animals, the flowers, and the desert plants, and uh, some of the mountains. And, and then with that, he kind of, that's when he sent me his uh, picture of what he had in mind for those letters and this and that. And, and then I said, well, you know, this don't work, that don't work, and maybe you should try this, this is more... And like maybe once or twice, and and he was right on, you know. Just, I didn't tell him what pictures to look for. I just really wanted to look for this and just try this. And and he he um it was like if he had a book of those certain pictures in front of him, you know. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's basically how it was put together. Like within I don't know within the hour, you know, like that, you know. And then uh, he said, I'll be down there painting on this day, that day, whatever, and coming on by, you know. So I went over there. And, oh, but before we hung up, uh, we talked about the lettering on the bottom, the author, you know, and um, told him that that's always used in the paper describing the community. I said, oh, because it was going to be Salt River, Pima Maricopa, or something like that. I said, well, you know, a lot of tribes are switching over to the their um, native name, you know, kind of explained those to him and told him instead of Pima Maricopa, why don't you use the Autumn Peepons, you know, so that's how that popped in. So, yeah, it was just real simple. That's basically all I did, you know. The mural was started on Valentine's Day and was finished by February 17th. I also asked Full Wilder how it feels as an artist to have the community represented in those types of works. Well, I... I... The way I have always thought of it was just trying to not recognize myself or my name or whatever, but I try to represent us, our community, you know, that's the way I, I see it. And I've always seen it that way, that my work is going to represent us. And in the past, I've always said, you know, when people see something with my name on it, you know, I don't want them to, you know, community people to look at it and go, oh, that's Jeff's work, you know, I'd rather them to look at it and go, wow, that's us, man. That really says us on there, you know, like that, you know. Full Wilder's many art creations can be seen throughout the community. At Two Waters Building A, four traditional hugam design baskets and light sconces, an interpretation of water, gourd, and coyote track designs can be found. And at Building B, Full Wilder's Waiting for the Fruit to Ripen sculpture features aquatio, prickly pear, and ancient pots. Many other pieces of Full Wilder's artwork are located in and around the Talking Stick Entertainment District, with the fire keepers at the pavilions of Talking Stick, and the basket dancers, flute players, and gourd men at Pima Center. Other Full Wilder pieces include the Horse Called Creation at Rancho Solano School and the Waterbirds installation at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. Thanks, Chris. Uh, you know, I've seen the photo and you all can go to our website to check it out. The article will come out on Thursday, March 18th. Um, or you can go over to Cafe Rio. I plan to go over there and have a, an up close uh, look at it. You want to explain to everyone what it looks like, Chris? Uh, yeah, so it's really neat. Uh, like I said before, it's like a, a postcard style where it has, you know, welcome to Salt River and it has Autumn Pipash at the bottom and then Cafe Rio Mexican Grill kind of in the corner. 
And what's really neat about uh, the Salt River, the words, is each letter has a different scene. So the S has Red Mountain, the A has, you know, an, uh, an animal from the community, uh, the L um, has, I think, mesquite pods, the T has corn, and the R in river has traditional basket making inside of it uh, with women from the community uh, next to a tall cactus. Uh, the Iron River um, has some swarrow bloom on it, which is really neat. Um, and the V has what looks like squash. Uh, and then you have the E, which has, um, you know, some desert landscape, some mountain on it. Uh, and then on the R has a coyote, um, which is definitely representative of the community. So that was really neat to see how uh, they work together to, to represent the community uh, at Cafe Rio. Yeah, it looks really, really beautiful. And, you know, I don't think um, Mr. Fullwilder is giving himself enough credit. You know, he, his vision of, or his discussions that he had with the artist really did turn this, this sign into something that's really, really beautiful and representative of, of our land here. So I think it was a beautiful collaboration and it looks really, really cool. And uh, like I said, I intend to go see it in person. Same here. I look forward to it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank you guys for joining us. We will be back next week with our recap episode where we will share a few stories from our March 18th issue. To contact us, you can email us at authamactionnews at srpmic-nsn.gov. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. All right, you guys stay safe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.